welcome to So You Want to Be a Real Estate Agent. If you are trying to evaluate whether real estate is the right career for you, wondering whether you're doing the right things to launch into quick success, or looking for tips and tools you can use today to become a more productive agent, this is your podcast. Welcome. I'm Meredith Fogel here with Valerie Harnois. Valerie, welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. So this is episode one of the podcast we're calling So You Want to Be a Real Estate Agent. And we came up with this name because not a day goes by that one of us doesn't hear someone say, you know, I think I'm going to become a real estate agent. I know. And we always laugh, right? So Valerie, what's the first thing that goes through your head when you hear well, that? I certainly hear it more than I really want to. I <laughs> always think, I always come back to the office and go, Meredith, somebody else wants to be a real estate agent. So I'm like, we must make it look so easy. <laughs> yeah. So it really makes me think of like, you know, that, that analogy of the ducks with the little legs under but you look at the pond and you're like, oh, they're so peaceful. They're barely doing anything. Yes. And they're working, working, working. That's what we must, which literally we have to do it. But in a weird kind of way, it backfires because people go, it's so easy. Next time I'll get my license and do it. So You're so right. That's, so it's that's funny. a really good analogy. That's, that's so true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like we spend, we spend a fair amount of time like actively discouraging people from right. getting into this business. Not because we don't like them or think they're great people, but... We also know how hard this is and um, how long it takes and how much effort it takes to become a successful agent. I mean, I've been doing this for 23 years this August. And Valerie, how long have you been? I've been in sales 20, but 10 for real estate. Yeah. 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 And we come from really different backgrounds. So you always say like we're a good yin and yang. We have very different personality types. I call you A. I'm B minus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And they both work. They They, both work. Right. So that's that's great because I think from all of the years and, you know, different experiences that we bring to the table, we can provide our listeners with a huge wealth of experience that will help you evaluate whether real estate is the right career for you. Um, and we're going to tell you the truth about what you need to do to be successful in a competitive, but you know, it can be a really rewarding career, um, and hopefully provide you with really good practical advice from all of our combined years of experience. And if you do decide that this is the right career for you, we hope you'll pick up valuable ideas, tools, strategies that you can begin using immediately to launch into quick success. So. We're going to start off really broadly and then kind of narrow down to discuss the real nitty gritty of what it takes to be a successful agent. We're going to try to keep these episodes short and full of good information. Um, And as we move on, we're going to really break down the tricks of the trade and give you access to lots of success secrets, including systems, tools, scripts, all the things that we use to um, lead generate and that we've used to become successful. And and some funny stories in the middle we have about the reality of real of estate. Funny stories. Yes. yes, we have lots of funny stories to sell, to share. Yeah, um, so let's start talking about some real estate myths. So when I have a new agent who's coming in and you know saying I really want to be a real estate agent, one of the things I always hear is um, I want to be a real estate agent because I love houses. So I know, and that actually <laughs> happened to me because I had been in sales for home decor. Oh. So I was at a party and I said, you know, I love houses. I've lived in seven different states, seven different houses. And I said, and I love houses. And she looked at me. She's like, oh, honey, if that's why you want to get into real estate, forget it. It has nothing to do with houses. (laughs) And it's so true. Every time I put anything on their contract, you know how it is. I text you. I go, we get in their contract. Everybody's hugging each other. Kiss. (laughs) They're so happy. I literally sit down at home and go, now the fun begins. Yeah. Because it's all about managing, paperwork, people, drama, 
I mean, right. putting out fires all the time. So I yeah. literally, as a joke, I call it more psychiatry than selling. <laughs> but the home, yes, yeah. is the driver. We go see a lot of pretty homes. We go in, right. we choose one, but. Right, right. But you're right. We are but right. it's not all about houses. No, the decorating no. part, the how cute it looks has nothing to do with real estate, honestly. Right. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. Yeah, it's, it's, we're psychiatrists, we're marriage counselors sometimes, therapists. Oh um, my God, yeah. You become, of- when I'm working with my clients, I'm like, we're going to become a thruple. Like we're going to be part of this. So we all have to like each other. We're going to lean on each other. I'm not going to, you know, can't, don't cry. It's going to be fine. So yes. (laughs) So it is managing, it is managing people and expectations and legal thing, documents, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You you draw on a lot. It's very interesting. Never a dull moment for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Which is what I like actually. Yeah. I I wouldn't want to work in a cubicle doing the same paperwork. It's true. Every transaction is different. Yes. So for people who do like something that's new and different yes. every single time, you'll get it and you'll learn something. You know something what I call it as a joke? I always say it's a new episode. Like if mm-hmm. I was in a TV show and mm-hmm. then every episode, like Fantasy Island or something. <laughs> so in this episode, I have a widow with her daughter. In the next episode, I have a young couple or I've a retired couple. That. That's and funny. it's great because they're like protagonists. You know what I mean? And then I get to direct everyone, hopefully successfully. But again, that that makes me happy because it's always interesting. Like, who are you? What drives you? What sets you off? What makes you cry? You know? I love that. Yeah. So it's funny. That is cool. It doesn't work for everyone. Someone like my husband, he'll want to do the same thing for the last 30 years, accounting, you know? Right, right. right. Yeah. It It works too. Yes, for him. Yep. Yep. And then the other thing I think we hear a lot is, well, I passed the licensing exam, so now I'm ready to be a real estate agent. It's like, I remember when we first met, it was through a training course that you were taking that I was teaching. And um, I remember saying to you guys, okay, now you're going to learn what you really need to know. Because like how, how much of what you learned in that course would you say? Oh my you gosh, use? nothing. I have to say you pass a license, you barely use any of it. Right. I mean, I'm glad they have a standard, but <laughs> right. yes, once you get the actual, that's why I like your training because yeah. it's like actual and examples and what yeah. it really, I mean, it's good to have that. Yeah. Some kind of standard, but yeah, right. that you get your license and you put your little realtor pin right. doesn't right. mean you're going to get any clients, any <laughs> listings, any sellers yeah, at if, all. If you build it, they won't come. It's not right. Exactly. Clients. No, no, no. It's the other way around. You build it and they're nowhere inside. Right. They're like, what? I have my license. <laughs> right. So you, there's a lot you still have to learn. Yes. What about um, this one? I always hear real estate agents make their own schedules or mm. real estate agents have flexible schedules. What oh my God. <laughs> It's the opposite. Literally, my husband, he tells me, why don't you book a vacation so we can get it completely ruined by you selling like three houses? Because no one, literally, I almost want to lie on Facebook and say I'm going to Jamaica or something. Yes. Because then everybody has to There's do There's a something. meme about that actually yeah. right now. Yeah. So it's weird because you plan out your week and if you're showing a house and suddenly these people love the house... Your whole next few days, week is completely, you have to just drop everything you're doing. So you could have a wedding Saturday, showed something Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. and you just got to do it. You can't be like, sorry, you have to wait. I mean, they may lose a house, you lose a reputation. Right. So it's weird. It's flexible as in, I'm not a morning person, so I can wake (laughs) up. You are a morning person, but I can't be seen till 10 a.m. basically. (laughs) 
So, you know, I have that flexibility, but I could be working till midnight on paperwork. Right. So you still work more than your 40 hours. It's just oh that gosh, you yes. juggle them as you wish. Right, right. And what you said about that vacation thing is so true. Oh I used to say, like, if you're prepared to never have a real vacation again. Never. I mean, but, I mean, the flip side is, I think both of us really love what we do. So oh, totally. It doesn't really feel 100% like work, even when we're on vacation. It doesn't. You're right. No matter how much and we can And it's so easy now with the phone and yeah, it's the just, technology. you can be in the car driving there. It's, it's totally fine. It's true. But you're right. I mean, most of us have to work on our clients' schedules and be available totally. when they are, which a lot of the times is evenings, evenings and weekends. Evenings and weekends. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Um, and the other big one, well, real estate is easy money. You know, people think we get paid like so much for what we do, right. which in reality, like you said, back to that, you know, duck example, real estate is really hard work. And oh I will say there are times that you feel like you were gifted the commission yes. because you very occasionally get lucky with clients who are such a delight. But that means you've earned it from all the times you didn't. <laughs> you know what true. I mean? That's why it's right. the great equalizer. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes you feel like you made like five cents an hour, right? I Correct. Mean, it, it all, it, it, like you said, though, it all kind of walks. I know. I had a client that for him, I actually just showed him the one condo. Mm. And he literally emails me back and says, like, that wasn't bad. And he put the amount I was going to make for a day's work. What? And I said, well, you know what? No, it wasn't bad. But what you're not thinking about is the people that I've taken out for five years and right. never bought anything. Right. Or people that, you know what I mean? So right. in my mind, it's always paying us for the hours that we've had for the whole year, even yeah. for them and not them. Right. That So I made make more money of this house but it comes for this condo or that I did as much work but didn't get as much right so it was a little right well <laughs> they do yeah and like you said it's not getting the person under contract is actually the easy part it's right. all of the details that keep that contract intact till settlement that really sets the you know successful agents apart from right. those who are less successful um, I mean in reality I think we both know real estate is the relationship building business and the business of lead generation. So those are two themes you're going to hear us touch on repeatedly throughout this series uh, because they're just vital to success. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you think that there's a right personality type for a real estate agent? I would say yes and no. I'm thinking because I feel it's like dating. Like when I'm holding an open house, mm -hmm. I could be totally, I mean, I could like someone, but we don't click. Mm -hmm. So I feel someone with a, I mean, like I'm funny, creative, loud. So they might want someone quiet, more, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. So I feel there's someone for everyone. Okay. So okay. even when I meet people that want me to help them, I mean, it's not working out. I'm totally happy to go. It's not you. It's me. I feel... <laughs> My style might not fit you, and yeah. you can't force it. Like right. I said, it's such like an intimate transaction that if you're forcing it and you don't get along, you're not going to get any referrals. You're going to get horrible, yeah. uh, basically, word of mouth from one thing as opposed to saying, you know what, this is not going to work out. So, no, I think yeah. there's a little bit for everyone, even though I've heard that teachers and social workers, people that like to nurture other people, you do have to handhold and... So it's got to be someone that likes. So that personality type is maybe better. For yeah, they always say teachers, social workers oh. that are good for that because they're used to already taking care of people's problems. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah, I could see but that. I feel I there's, a, I mean, I've met all different agents and they all yeah. have. That's why with agents, I know how you share all your stuff and you're never worried that anybody's going to take your things because mm. I feel there's a market for everyone. Right, right. And certain people so everybody, certain yeah. things. Yeah. Well, there's that the DISC assessment that, you know, oh, I usually right. encourage agents who are 
or people who are interested in becoming agents to take. And for those who aren't familiar with it, the DISC is a personality test. It's D-I-S-C. It's so good. And it's yes. free online, so anybody can take it. Yep, yep. In fact, we'll put a link on our website. Oh, yeah. um, but the I personality type is supposedly the one that is um, relevant to most successful agents. And I is an influencer. 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 Not like a social yes. media influencer. Okay. Although right. That might work. But um, having like some intuition, being persuasive. Usually people who really like people right. are high eyes. Um, and then high Ds, which is the dominant type, are also often good real estate agents. And I think the reason there is one that usually they're leaders. So like CEOs of companies right. are super high Ds. Um, but they also usually have a thick skin. Right. And I think one of the things that um, is a harbinger for long-term success as a realtor is being able to recover from disappointment. Oh my God, because yes. we have not only personally, if you don't get a listing, um, but you really feel empathetically for your clients when you've written an offer for them for a house right. that they love and they don't get it. Like you're almost as sad as they are. It was funny the other day. We have a, a relatively new um, agent in the office and she's super sweet. And oh she came God. back and... And she was just being nice. And Valerie goes, you said, um, (laughs) you're never going to make it. (laughs) Yeah. She sounds nice, but she could be tough. You never know. Maybe she kills them with kindness. That's true. And I think, but you're right. If she is as sweet as she sounds, they'll eat her alive. You're right. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I think you can kind of learn that. I think, you know, as long as you have kind of a good solid core of strength, you can kind of learn that. Um, but yeah, but have you seen people who are not like either leaders or aren't like people, people like, I want an introvert. Can an introvert be a good real estate agent? Well, you see, that's funny because in that test, I was like, I'm like an extroverted introvert. Yeah. Like when people meet me, they think I'm just like super like dominant, whatever. And I am, I want to say, I'm, I mean, what was the I? Influencer. I'm an influencer. And then I use my humor because I'm actually very direct. Yes. So I'm extremely direct yeah. where people go, I can't believe they were mad at you. I'm like, because they were laughing before they, you know, yeah. my, my delivery. But right. that's just the only way, that's the way I am. Yeah. I don't even work on it. Right. So I feel you and I achieve the same in a different way. Right, right. But um, but what was your original question? You Whether about, if you could be an, in, like, could an introvert oh, be a good real estate agent? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. You really have to, like I always tell the new agents, or I used to tell you, even when I picked up the kids in school, I would dress up as a real estate agent. Yeah. So yes. I would project. Yeah. I feel like if oh, you're at yeah. home yeah. in your jammies yeah. waiting for that call, right? because you have your business cards ready and your website <laughs> ready, nothing happens. Yeah. I feel a body in motion stays in motion. So yeah. if I pretend that I'm dressed because I'm going to show a house or whatever, and people see me and they're like, then they think of me working, moving. Yeah. So I feel you have to keep that. You're it's so an right. introvert with a positive attitude. Yeah. And you're right about the thick skin because... Yeah. You know what I was just thinking about, though, is do you remember there's a, a certain person who shall not be named right. who came to you. You used to call this person Crab Apple. And um, this person said to you, I think I'm going to be a real estate agent. And you were like, oh, yes. Brutally but I was honest. totally honest. Yes. You were, I, I, told, I told the person he should be an appraiser. <laughs> You did, you did, yeah. but but that was the combo of the introvert without the good attitude, right? Thinking that he could do sales, a very thick skin, which is insulting to us because he probably <laughs> thought it was so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess there are people that should never. I 
naturally, there goes my credit card. I mean, my business card oh collection. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Meredith goes to my office, and suddenly there's these little business cards that she knows some of the people taped to my desk. Along like the ledge of her, one of the shelves. On yeah, on my shelves, like eye level over my computer. <laughs> and she's like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, those are my, what do I call my, my inspiration? Yes. And she's like, really? And I'm like... Well, it's because I met them or I've been to their open houses and they are so lack devoid of any personality whatsoever <laughs> or the personality they have was so abrasive that literally made me feel better that I'm like, oh my God, then I should be killing it in real estate. <laughs> so therefore I had the card and it's really funny. I had it in my bag and for months the card would keep reappearing. So I'm like, this is a sign. So I went and I posted it and to this day I have those cards there and it makes me laugh so because funny. when I see them I almost in a funny kind of way want to go oh you're my inspiration because they would be like oh thank you and it's because of the opposite <laughs> the because it is kind of depressing going back to what you were saying it's hard it is so hard. yeah it's like a personal thing like why yeah. didn't they pick me or suddenly I've taken someone out and I see they've gone on their contract with someone else I'm like wait why didn't you have the guts to tell me that something was wrong yeah. or I'd rather have someone break up with me than just kind of disappear and buy with someone else yeah. but not everybody's that you know true. true right <laughs> right that's but. true yeah um yeah and I think the other thing is being able to deal with deferred reward because and one yes. thing people don't realize in this business is not only at the very forefront when you're starting you're putting in some money right you're like yes. doing your your dues for your local organizations you're paying for your license you're paying for marketing so and you don't really see the return on that investment right. for several months, usually. Even when something goes under contract, we're not getting paid on that until 30, 45, 60 days, sometimes longer right. down the road. So just because we have executed what we were hired to do doesn't mean we're getting paid on it until way later. Right. So I always think about there's this experiment, this kind of famous experiment, where um, these kids are put into a room with a marshmallow. And um, the person who's running the experiment, an adult, says, okay, so I'm going to leave you here with this marshmallow. You can either eat this marshmallow or you can wait until I come back and then I'm going to give you another one and you can have two marshmallows. So interesting to watch to see what are the personality types of the kids who sit there and see the marshmallow and smell the marshmallow and think about how good that marshmallow will taste um, and don't eat it, waiting to know they'll get twice as much if right. they don't eat the marshmallow. And the ones who eat the marshmallows. So I think, you know, which one are you? Are you the one who's going to eat the marshmallow? Honestly, I'm probably an anomaly that I would eat the marshmallow <laughs> and still get the sale, hopefully. <laughs> because I have no self-control, you know that, with food. But uh, you would totally leave it and get a box of marshmallows. 100%. You would leave it like a whole... I feel that's why I don't even compute my commission. Me neither. Until I'm doing the DA Me to get paid. I, know, right. I feel it almost jinxes it yes. or that it shouldn't have anything to do with my yes. job. Like I yes. shouldn't be doing it better because right. it's more or right. less. Yeah, it's like that line from The Gambler, never count your money while you're sitting yeah. at the table. I mean, Exactly. I feel it's almost like a jinx. Yeah. And then also the other thing, which I think you do too, is like, I don't try not to spend any money till the end of the year when I know that I've already made how much is there to spend for a car, vacation, whatever. Yep. Yep. Just, you never know. Tomorrow might be nothing till December. That's a really good point too, actually. You do have to have that personality type where you're going to be relatively conservative about your expenditures. If you're the type of person who money burns a hole in your pocket... It's going to be really hard to ever feel secure. Because when you stable. start, you don't get paid. And you were just mentioning the fees. I always right. tell people, you're going to pay GCAR and 
I mean, the promotion, business cards, yeah. Vista print, yeah. website. Yeah. I want to say like at least a good five thousand dollars on fees totally. and marketing and getting ready without right. anything to right. show for. Again, you have one little condo sale, you'll be right. again already in the right. green, which is good, but and that's exactly why we're doing the series so that right. you know when you're getting into something that you're making a significant investment of time and money that you're going to really be committed and that you're which you're almost leads it. to your thing that there's no part-time real estate agents because then right. it's a waste of money. Right. We've had like remember the one person that I sold them a townhome they wanted to be part-time. It never it does, just just Right. Well, and when ground. people come to me and say, "So, I'm going to be part-time. You think it'll work?" I say, "There are no part-time agents. Correct. There are dual career agents. You're taking on a whole other right. career." And most successful agents, like you said earlier, work far in excess of 40 hours a week. I work probably in the 50, one, to 80, right. 50 to 80 hours a week. So um, then you add that, your real job. Right. It's crazy. So do you have time? Your home. Do you have the yeah. wherewithal to be doing that? And it's not like sitting in your on your couch doing work. It's going and showing houses and meeting with people because mm-hmm. that's how you get successful. Um, but, you know, if you do have that wherewithal, we have like that, you know, the 80-20 rule. We call it a 90-10 rule in real estate where the 10% of successful agents or 10% of agents who are successful, and that's about right. I mean, really, there's out of the 100% of agents, right. only 10% are in that top producer category. That 10% will do the activities and the tasks that make the other 90% too uncomfortable to do. So that's right. another conversation that I have and that you should ask yourself before you get into this career. Are you willing to make yourself uncomfortable? So I think of lead generation as like a muscle, right? You have to work it to build it and it can be painful sometimes to work. So you got to put yourself out there. So some things that successful agents do and chime in and you know, tell me what you think, but like door knocking, right. going to parties, even when you don't really want right. to go, being super bunko. social. <laughs> yeah, doing that. Yeah. I mean, I love my bunko group. We ever get together again, but... Um, using social oh, media true. effectively, yeah. really working on your relationships. Like you are so good, for example, and you, I think, kind of do what you like too. You do find the things you like, but taking your clients to like coffee or lunch. I mean, that's right. a huge thing too. Because that's just more me. Like right. door knocking. I always feel like trying to reach someone that's never met you or doesn't know about you is yeah. really hard. Especially yeah. like literally someone knocks on my door. My kids are like on the floor commando. Like they don't want to open the door. So. <laughs> So I try to tweak it. I think you need to tweak it, tweak like tweak it to your style. Yeah. So yeah. my style is always right. Let's go to the newberries right. and bowls. Let's right. go. But it's to, still effort. I mean, you're still putting yourself yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're still extending yourself. You could just sit home and do correct. Other right. Stuff. And I have to say, I'm an introvert, so it would be right. easier just to stay home and go for showing. So you're yeah. right. I do have to force myself to. Yeah. keep in touch with people and even though it's so funny once I do I'm on the phone two hours <laughs> right. but sometimes I don't call because I know it's going to be two hours right. so I'm like yeah. but I love the new texting I yeah. love that that's just such an easy way to keep you yeah. know I see a recipe that reminds me of Brenda I send it to her yeah. so she has me top of mind for whoever yes. you know yes that's that's perfect. so I do yeah. love that yeah and that's you know building relationships that's Correct. really what this is about putting the time and investment into it and also, don't be afraid to ask for business. I think that's the other place that people really kind of like miss the mark is yes. they'll have that conversation. And, you know, sometimes you'll get into a conversation with somebody and you go off on such a large tangent that it never comes back around to real estate. So you've yes. got to bring it back around and say, you know, I just want to say how much I appreciate the referrals you've sent me. Please keep them coming my way. I'm bad at that. I'm really? bad at that. And I remember, well, I should be better. But I remember you telling me in a training like 10 years ago about you know how I talk so much. So I go, oh, I love your shirt, your blue shirt. It looks so great on you. Where did you buy it? Whatever. 
to the client. So we've bonded, but we didn't bond where it gets me anywhere. Mm. Like he's like, he left and he's like, she likes my shirt. You know what I mean? As opposed to asking, why are you looking in this open house? So now I always think about it because I still have to talk about the shirt because I'm crazy. (laughs) I mean, right. That's my thing, like visual and stuff. But then I circle back to, wait, are you moving? What's happening? You know, so I try, but... That's not first, my first instinct is just to talk right. about pointless stuff. Yeah. That doesn't, it's fun, yeah. but it doesn't get me anything. You're better at closing it, like, what right. time tomorrow? <laughs> We're well, listing your house. Right, and, and conversely, I've kind of had to learn to talk about the shirt, right? Like, I used to always Correct. Like, exactly. buy this house. Exactly. You know? And exactly. now I talk about the shirt and then bring them back. But that's, again, the yin and yang. So that's the yin yang, so, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and the other thing about this, though, that's kind of beautiful about this business, I think, is that we can turn down business. And I always say to people, oh don't be afraid. And you brought this up with the dating thing. Don't be afraid to turn down business. One of my um, early managers back when I started my career, who I loved, used to say, don't work with jerks. We don't have to work <laughs> with jerks, right? It's so, true. And you know what? I feel they people feel because we work on commission, they can do anything and we're going to do anything. Right. And it's very empowering to go, yeah. no, I choose my clients. So yeah. when I meet with people, I always go... Because you know how we have to sign our buyer agency mm-hmm. agreement. I always say, you know, after our first meeting, we can both agree to work together. Ooh, I don't want them to be just like their that. power of, oh, you're good enough. We're going to use you. Because to me, I'm like a very proud Puerto Rican. So I'm always insulted. <laughs> you know, like why? Like we both have to. They like choose each other. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. sometimes it doesn't work. Right. Like, I work. Right. Yeah. I fired, I think, like two people. Yeah. yeah. After taking them, I'm like, I don't think you want to have. So you just want to have fun with me on the weekends. Like, no, I don't need a friend. I just want you to buy a house. Yeah. I think at that point he wanted a deal. And yeah. I was like, it's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very empowering because they're like, what do you mean? I was like, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's commission and I'm not going to get it. But it's, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're so right. But, I, you know, and, and we'll explore that more in a later episode, I think, because that's it is empowering. And being able to mm-hmm. say no to business and to select the right people to work with in the right business, I think also can make you a much more effective and efficient agent. Right. Um, man, we covered a lot already. So I think in our first, in our next episode, what we're going to do is talk about um, the first 90 days in real estate, what that looks like. Some They're depressing. Mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm talk so it about. should be how to survive the first 90 okay. days. We could, we could call it that. Yeah. So, and common <laughs> mistakes to avoid because there are some right. pitfalls that people tend to like yes. fall into. Um, yeah, I have so, some pet peeves about getting so ready that you never do anything. Yes, 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 I love yes, that. yes exactly. Okay. Becoming inert in your quest for correct information. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're still not sure real estate is the right career for you, tune into our next episode and episodes. We're going to talk a lot more about things that make for a great agent and things that might um, not be right. And if you're more sure than ever, tune in to find out what you need to do in those first 90 days to ensure the best possible start to a successful career. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Valerie, for being here all with right. me. This was so fun. And we always talk about how much we like to just talk to each other. And we thought we talk like this all the time. We we're just having to record it. Right. So we were thinking <laughs> other people might like to be part of the conversation. Exactly. So we hope that you have gained some valuable insights and have come away with some advice you can use. Please, please, please leave us a review. We appreciate you and we will see you next time. See you next time. We are so grateful you joined us today on So You Want to Be a Real Estate Agent. If you're still not sure real estate is the right career for you, tune in to our next episodes. If you're more sure than ever, 
tune into future episodes for more tips, tools, and insider secrets that will help you launch into productive action and achieve quick success. Just a reminder that we love reviews. Please let us know what you like best about this podcast, what we could do better, ask us questions, or send us show ideas. Check out our show notes page for our contact info or visit our website, therealestaterainmakers.com for access to the tools, tips, systems, and other great resources we mentioned on the show. I'm Meredith Fogel. And Valerie Hernandez. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.